Welcome to the Mom Boss Motivation Podcast. This episode is part of a series called Moms Inspiring Moms, where moms share their mom boss journeys. I hope you enjoy it. Love you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mom Boss Motivation Podcast. It's Cheryl, and I have a very special guest with me, Mom Boss Sarah May Chipschinski. And so excited to get to know her more. She reached out to me and I was like, yes, I, I have time. So yes, it's a busy time of year, but I always have time to get to know other moms because it always inspires me and it helps. I hope it helps other moms be more inspired to go on their journey of entrepreneurship or just bots up or whatever you want to call it. Um, and keep going and keep growing. So Sarah, a little bit about her, has more than a decade of leadership experience running multiple businesses, directing nonprofit and political organizations, and leading as an officer in the U.S. Army. After years of checking all the right boxes to get all the right positions and achieving what she thought she was success, she realized that the anxiety she felt about where she was in life was not normal or healthy. Since that realization, she has been on a personal mission to change that traditional leadership model, not only for herself, but for thousands of women just like her. Sarah started to focus on knowing herself, knowing her vision, and knowing the people around her, and now is now the top leader in her organization, in the business of building leaders everywhere she goes. As a multi-passionate entrepreneur and millennial mama, to a highly opinionated toddler, she is here not to just tell you it's possible to be successful in both in business and at home, but to show you how how to do it. Sarah is fluff free leadership coach is a fluff free leadership coach and the host of the Beyond Leadership podcast, where her goal is to help you break through BS expectations placed on you, so that you can hand, lead with authenticity and in alignment with who you were truly meant to be. And welcome, Sarah. I'm excited that you're here. I'm excited that you reached out and let's start. So did I miss anything? No. So like, I know it's a super long bio, but it's like a super long resume. <laughs> <laughs> well, you worked for it, right? And we were told we had to like fill our resumes. So what, so I'm interested, like what nonprofit and political organizations did you work for? So my first job right out of college was that I ran a statewide nonprofit. Um, actually I got hired as the director of operations and then our president was very quickly fired. So for a couple of years, I actually, as a 22 year old girl ran an entire statewide nonprofit organization that served the military. And this was of course, before I was in the military, so that's always, that's always been a part of my life. And, uh, you know, throughout college and then after the nonprofit, but before the army, I worked in politics where I ran congressional campaigns and did all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, cool. I did some, I did the same thing. I worked for a state assemblyman and I, um, did all of that government stuff. So yeah. what made you decide to go into the army? Um, it was always something that, I, I wanted to do, um, 
I actually remember 9-11. And while I was not yet 18, um, serving my nation and being a part of the military since that moment was something that I, I wanted to do. You know, my grandfather served in the Air Force, never really talked about it, but he was the only one in our family who, who served, but it always just pulled on me. And, you know, I had a, a lot of trials and tribulations to get there, but finally I was 24 when I joined 23, 24. I was a little bit older when I joined the military, but it has been 11 years now. Um, and it, it's been a wonderful experience. I actually just got promoted. So I'm now a major in the United States army. Wow. Thank you for your service. And I, I'm Thank glad you. you're still doing it because some people just like do the four years and then they're just done, but then, you no, know, that was the intent. Yeah, <laughs> that was the intent. And then get the free school, get all the benefits <laughs> and then get your GI bill, get everything. But that's so mm-hmm. awesome that you're still in and congratulations on your promotion. Uh, you. So let's bring Sarah into mom life. So how's mom life? Mom life is Good. Um, so I have a three-year-old, he turned three in at the end of September, little three-year-old boy, Oliver. And I will say that the journey to get him was a long and trying one. Like I know so many other women do. We struggled with not being able to conceive, but with my body being able to hold a pregnancy. So there was a lot of a lot of loss and a lot of tears. And um, now I finally have my miracle rainbow baby. And I mean, he's not a baby anymore. He's a very, very opinionated <laughs> toddler. Last night I told him, I was tucking him into bed and I said, okay, good night, buddy. Mommy loves you. And he goes, oh, mommy, that's so nice of you. <laughs> and I was like, um, how about love you too, mommy? He goes, yeah, but that was just nice. Oh my God. <laughs> like, who are you? Where so, do they get this? Where do they get this? <laughs> so that's how mom life is going. <laughs> Actually, my husband is also in the military. So he has a different position that's not where we are. So I'm actually a single mom Monday through well, like Sunday night through Friday night. Okay. Um, he gets oh my to come gosh. Home. He gets to come home most weekends, but I, you know, full-time military, running my business, recording the podcast, and a 20-year-old, three-year-old. Yes. So so you're busy. So let's talk about, okay, you're a major in the Army. So why did you want to start a podcast? And why did you go into that boss entrepreneurship life? Yeah. So I guess I... um when we were moving around the country, um, I joined a network marketing company and I uh, pretty quickly reached a a pretty significant leadership level. I was doing really well. Um, Then a lot of things happened with miscarriage and loss and trying to become a mom. And I put that to the side for a while. So entrepreneurship isn't something that is new to me, but last year, just hard to believe that it was only last year because last year, last spring feels like decades ago. (laughs) But last year I decided, you know, I'm going to, I want to pick this back up. So I joined a coaching program, (coughs) 
excuse me, I joined a coaching program to kind of try to up-level my online business skills. And when I was going through that program, I realized, you know, what? I don't, I don't want to do that anymore. It was really on my heart to help other women and specifically other moms who were struggling to maintain a household and work and wanted to be good at both. And what I know from all of my experience is that the thread that ties everything together is knowing how to lead yourself and knowing how to work from your strengths. So from that, a a coaching program was born. And then honestly, with the podcast, I was, you know, in my Instagram stories one night and I said, yeah, and then the podcast drops next week. And I like put it online and then somebody DM'd me. One of my friends was like, I didn't know you were starting a podcast. I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh my God. <laughs> and I went back and I looked and I was like, well, okay, time to Google how to start a podcast. <laughs> so it was just one of those, it was one of those funny things that just happened, but I have had the podcast now for over a year and I love just like you do talking to other women, getting their perspective on different aspects of leadership and different aspects of business and how all of that is not just about business, but you can use those same exact skills in your home yes. to lead your family, to lead your home, to lead your kids. It's not a matter of two different skill sets. It's a matter of two different language profiles. Yes. So you focus on leadership and why do you focus on leadership? You think that's like what, what makes it different than other leadership programs? Like what do you have to offer? When I think of leadership, I think John Maxwell and I think old white man in a suit in corporate America, (laughs) which may have worked 20 years ago, 30 years ago, it may have worked. How old is he? He's really old. So I don't know. He's like, he's old. He's pretty I just saw him at a conference. He's pretty old. He's probably like 70, 80. I I (laughs) know. Something like that. But the point is he has a lot of really great nuggets. Yeah. But what he teaches and what most leadership coaches or leadership books or leadership seminars teach is how to be that stiff, corporate, white, middle-aged Christian male in America leader. And the direction that the nation and the world is moving is that leadership doesn't have to look like that. Leadership can look like a messy bun and yoga pants and your toddler playing with Legos on the floor while you run a business from your computer. And that is the narrative that I, I want to change that you don't have to dress like Hillary Clinton to be a leader. You have to be you and you have to be authentic. And that is what is going to make you a good leader. Yes. I love it. And that, when you said the thing about Hillary Clinton and dressing like the suit, I remember when I went to work and I had to wear a suit, but it Mm -hmm. had to be like a skirt. And I was like, what the heck? I want to wear yoga pants. So Love me some yoga pants. (laughs) So that's what I did. So how do you do everything? So you go to work or what is your schedule? My schedule is hit the snooze button as many times as I possibly can. 
<laughs> no, realistically, I, I wake up, I get ready for work. Um, super easy because I wear a uniform every day. <laughs> so I don't have to think about what I'm going to wear. Get the kiddo up, drop him off at school, go do my work thing, come home. And then the hours of five to 8 p.m. Um, with some exceptions are the hours that I devote to my baby. Those are the very few hours that I actually get to spend with him every day. So if you are not in my home between the hours of five and eight, you do not get my attention. And then after he goes to bed, that's when I work on the real fun stuff or I'll take leave from work. Like I'm on leave today to do this podcast and do some things for my business and launch some exciting stuff. So it's, it's a balance. Actually, it's not a balance. I hate the word balance. Yeah, me too. The, I don't like that like, word. It shouldn't even have, exist. It, it shouldn't, right? Because when you talk balance, it's like, okay, well, 50 grams equals 50 yeah. grams and that's balance. But or like bad and good. <laughs> going to be more important than right. something else. Yeah. So it's finding that and being able to accept and acknowledge like, okay, from five to eight, this is more important from eight to 4.30, my army life is most important. And then from 8.30 to 11.30 at night when I should be <laughs> sleeping, which is why I hit the snooze button, that's when my business is most important. So being able to, to find that, that rhythm, that happy medium. Yeah. So I'm curious. So, yeah, it's not. Um, so I'm curious, what keeps you like awake between 11, 8.30 and 11.30, because you don't have to, right? Um, but what keeps you going? You're right. I, I don't have to, but I feel that I have to. Like, it's a pull on my heart that I have to. Um, I've been having a lot of really interesting conversations with women in my community lately about how, you know, they... they want to level up, they want to get to the next level in their business, whether it's a network marketing or a coaching business, or, you know, maybe they did reach that next level, they got their first 10k client, or they earned the trip or got the car, whatever it is. And then they freeze, because it's kind of that like, holy buckets, is this even sustainable? What's going to happen next? How do I it was this a freak accident kind of like, they don't know what the next steps are because they were never taught how to lead themselves first and foremost. And like I said it before, but that is literally the most important thing that you can do in any aspect of life or leadership is learn how to lead yourself. Cause once you do that, you're going to attract the right people who are going to follow you, who are going to want to be in your space, who are going to buy your product, buy your program, listen to what you have to say on your podcast, put their shoes away in the basket when you tell them to like, that's when you're living aligned and authentic and in your own unique leadership style, instead of, you know, looking to the left and the right, trying to figure out like, okay, what is she doing? Should I do? Oh, well, she's telling, uh, what should I, it doesn't work. So I have just this, this passion to build leaders, like everywhere I go, whether it's in my home or in the military or uh, in this online space. And that passion is what keeps me going. I think that everyone is a leader. You just need someone to draw it out of you. Yes. I love it. So what do you have to offer for (laughs) women that want to level up um, and all that? 
What do you have to offer? So I think the, the first thing you need to do is figure out what your leadership style is. And then you can start asking yourself questions and uh, utilizing your strengths and working toward that, that happy, non-balance rhythm medium. So I actually do have a quiz that I would love to offer your audience. So if you actually either go on Instagram and DM me or text the word quiz to 608-518-3001, I'll I'll send you the quiz and then we can have a little talk about like what your next steps are. Once you figure out what your style is, how do you actually utilize it? Because I don't know about you, but I am sick of personality profile after assessment. Oh my gosh, there's so many. That you just don't, you're like, okay, well, I'm an INFJ, TB, Enneagram, 74, alpha, like, but what do you do with it, right? Well, what what does it mean? People do a lot with it, but then I don't know if they're doing the right thing with it, but yeah. (laughs) Right. So that's why, that's why I'm like, okay, take the quiz, but then like, let's have a conversation about it. I love it. So then where do you see your business going in, I guess we're almost at 2022. So in 2022, 2022, (laughs) which is crazy to think about because this year simultaneously feels like it was about five minutes long, but also about like a decade. (laughs) So my business in, in 2022, um, I actually had a, a strategy call with my coach yesterday about where we're going. And uh, I'm going to be in 2022 relaunching a group program that I've run before um, the Align Leader Project. I've got some one-on-one spots opening up through the rest of this year and early next year. And I'm really just focusing on, on building community so that we can build each other up as leaders. And any way I can do that, I'm more than happy to help. Awesome. I heard today on the, on another podcast that 12 million people like quit their job in 2021 because they probably realized they needed something more or didn't need whatever they had. So there's a lot of people out there, 12 million. And I think that's just America. So, um, is that is so needed. And do you see yourself like, are you going to have more kids? You know, the thought has crossed my mind. I would, I would love more kids, but I will see what happens. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, so I'm just trying to, so what's your vision for you in five years? Since we talked 2022, let's say five years. Oh, five years from now. Mm-hmm. Um Five years from now, I am going to be part-time in the military as a National Guard or Reservist, um, strictly one week in a month, two weeks in the summer, though all National Guard and Reservists know that that's not really true. Um, (laughs) But I'm going to be doing it part-time so that I can work my business Um, full-time. One of the things that has really been like in the forefront of my mind lately is that you know, I, I love my job and I love what I do with the military, but I did not work so hard to have a kid so that someone else can raise him. Mm-hmm. And I only have a few years left where he's going to be at home and only a few more where he's actually going to want to spend time with me. No, I got time. 
So I, I would like to, not I would like to, I will be full-time working for myself. And that's not even going to take five years. That's probably going to be in the yeah. next year. Sounds, sounds like you'll be there next year. But yeah, so where can people find you? Where can people do all that? Where are you on um, social media? So I prefer to hang around over on Instagram um, at Sarah May Ski and come over there, DM me, check out the leadership tips and everything that I put out. It's a lot of, uh, I think my, my military background has led me to be a very fluff free uh, coach. So I'm not the one who's gonna, if you're looking for someone to help you manifest something, I'm don't come to my page because that's, that's not me. But if you're looking for someone who is actually going to help you get from point A to point B, like the actual no kidding steps to get there, instead of like inspiring you to maybe someday, maybe possibly want to make a change. That's me. That's what I can do for you. All right. So everyone follow Sarah May and um, get to know her more. Thank you for your time. And thank you for reaching out to me. I love that we had this conversation today and I wish you luck. You don't need luck. No one needs luck. Just keep going. Just keep going and glowing and growing. That's all me. And I'm all the fluff. I'm the fluff. I mean, I'll so, hold your hand yeah. <laughs> I, I, and I will love the crap out of you, but I'm, I'm going to tell you A leads to B leads to C. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let me stop the recording.